Yeah, there are so many Netflix movies that I think I missed. Or they came out so quickly that I just got overloaded and left Netflix forever. So I went back to Netflix to find Knives Out, since Knives Out 2 is a Netflix movie. I thought Mm -hmm. they must have Knives Out 1, and they don't. But I saw Chris Hemsworth's face uh, in the little like top movies area and i was like well i guess i'll just watch this so i did (laughs) i like it yeah and i was like you know what this is pretty interesting and why don't we do this because when yeah i don't know our schedule wasn't really that rigid so i just figured i also watched knives out so i don't want to i I didn't do (laughs) my homework but well and you had seen that before as well i had seen knives out before this is my first time watching spiderhead um yeah i I liked it. It, it mm, yeah. I li- it was I a little it. divisive. What I At I times. didn't think so. I thought it was kind of garden variety bland. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I well I felt like it was trying to be kind of like ex machina. Like kind of uh, meta or like well, what would happen no, if just we did like this the, or the genius like doing his own thing. I don't, I don't know. It felt very. I think Ex Machina is that, right? The guy goes yeah. to the island or faraway compound and there's a genius in there doing something weird. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. It just kind of felt like that to me. Yeah, um, I think so. And you're, and you're kind of figuring out like, is he, is he a bad guy? <laughs> like, is he all right? right. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. It just felt, it kind of felt like that, and they just transferred it into a, you know, biochemistry instead of robots. Uh, right. Yeah. Instead um, of robot apocalypse or whatever happens in that foreseeable future of Ex Machina. Yeah, um, but everything about Ex Machina just seemed more extreme and intense, yeah. even in its direction, which I guess it was meant to. Uh, so oh, this kind like of tone. felt watered down. Yeah, yeah. The tone of Ex Machina is like very severe. Yeah, uh, but there were parts of this that I felt like they wanted me to feel like it was severe, but just didn't land. Yeah, as, as like impactful to me. The because content kind of yeah. knew where it was going. So okay, yeah. I but I liked it. I did yeah. like it. So I should I should come back and say I liked it. But what about what about you? I. I think uh, I don't know if I just tainted your opinion. No, not at all. I I kind of felt like I feel similarly. There were a few aspects of this movie that really surprised me because I never really go in to a Netflix movie with high expectations. <laughs> I don't know why. Even when like when the Gray Man came out, and like I really like Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans, and I thought that was gonna like I I went there. I was like, it's gonna be a Netflix movie. Anyway, maybe that was my secret. Cause I walked away. I really liked it. Um, but I know what you mean. Like it wasn't, I wouldn't like put it up there with like Shawshank Redemption or anything, but I thought it was really well done for being a Netflix movie. Uh, the, the caliber of like actors and acting was really great. Not, not to cut you off, but you That's just okay. like the, the Netflix movie thing. Like what is a Netflix movie? Because it's my uh, thought mean, that like, they just like pay a production company to make a movie, just like everyone else does. Oh, that yeah, I don't know. Like, are they a stu- their own studio? I don't think they are. Or I think is they it just... like is it like Amazon? I guess. Well, that that is confusing because the Marvel movies 
were made by Marvel or sorry, the Marvel, um, the Marvel shows that they, that were exclusive to Netflix for a long time were just Marvel shows that Netflix had the rights to, I think. Right now I'm curious. I don't know. I, uh, I don't know if it's a movie know. studio I mean, or even, not. Even they the churn Marvel, them out quick enough. It's weird. Like how just any of the Hollywood stuff works because they're all working with all these millions of smaller production companies. So I don't, yeah. I guess I just, I'm saying, I don't know why Netflix feels like it has the same feel to everything. It, it does. Yeah. I, they're obvious. Like they're using different production. Like they're basically going to a company that makes movies and say, make me a movie. Yeah. I mean, I want, I would be willing to, to bet another mention of the gray man, but like the Russo brothers made that movie. Like they probably have their own studio. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, or, or, I mean, maybe what they don't. Even, I, I yeah. don't know. I mean, I just don't even know what a like studio. Yeah, means is that anymore? like and like this kind? Of, it's not like they're on the back lot. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, they're just a group of filmmakers. A great, exactly right. Like a and a, a maybe a good analogy or something that's analogous to that is doing a podcast. Like this used to be like, like radio broadcast radio used to be, you had to go to like a building and have like outboard gear. And now we just hook a red box up to our computers and have a phone call basically. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, I don't know. This will be a really interesting interview to do just with anyone in the film industry to just ask what, what does studio even mean anymore? Is, is Netflix a studio is you know, I don't know. Well, whatever whatever they're doing, a lot of their films do seem pretty like homogenous to me. Like it does feel very similar. And I don't know what that is. Maybe it's just the nature of like a slightly lower budget. So a little bit more like there's a cap on like the level of CGI they can do. Uh Did they or, like, any for this? I have oh, for this? I doubt. I don't know. The, the I doubt. For very little. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so all the all this to say, I I went in with very low expectations, uh, and I was really so I was really surprised at a lot of. I wasn't really su- surprised by the pl- anything plot wise, um, but I was surprised at how much they, you know, made you made you feel throughout the story of like where who mile or who Jeff is and even uh, Thor, even Chris Hemsworth's character <laughs> all, all throughout my notes. I just call him Thor. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I think the problem was I didn't care about any of the characters. Did you like the premise? Uh, like right out the gate, they established that what they're doing in that facility with prisoners is, uh, basically like proving that emotions are just chemical or that's what yeah, they're trying well, to I do mean, anyway. Yeah. That's yeah. sort of, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I thought that was fine. Yeah. It gets a little more specific at the end. Uh, as you yeah, find no, out. I, I thought the premise was fine. I mean, I, I was like, yeah, I bet they could probably yeah. do that. Yeah. I thought you it was know, interesting. I, I, don't, yeah. I, I didn't even doubt that they could probably do that now if, Oh yeah. Somehow they could get around it legally, which apparently they didn't. And, yeah, movie. Either, I mean, but any yeah, sort of no. yeah. mood-altering drug. I mean, like it's just a little bit more specific in these cases. Like they're making people feel fear or love. Yeah, um, they went. Yeah. They yeah, they had a limited amount of time, so they went for all for all the big ones. 
Yeah, although, yeah, they did do Hunger, which they showed on the side. Yes, oh, right, <laughs> that's true. Do you want me to give like a quick synopsis and then tell me if you agree with it slash discuss any other like details of interest? Yeah. I so, felt Jim, like what, what did you think the movie was about? I think they, it wasn't a perfect like even divide, but it seemed like the first part, like act one-ish, whatever is uh that was all that was just displaying what was happening at the facility through the use of the drug love actin uh everybody was just so that's even getting too specific like what's happening is there's prisoners on an island and they've sort of volunteered or been picked to um allow this pharmaceutical company to test drugs on them and it's all pretty like copacetic or I don't like that word. It's all pretty like, uh, no, um, like they have to ask. It's very like legally. What, what's the word I'm looking for? They have to ask for consent it's, every it's time voluntary. they administer the drug. Yeah. It's all voluntary. Like no one's being tortured. It's, uh, they ask for consent every single time. Um, even though they don't they'll always say what they're doing. Um, but so the first part of the movie, they're giving everybody a drug called Lavactin. And that's that basically just is firing off all, on all cylinders, whatever's in your brain that makes you attracted to somebody or want to connect with somebody or be intimate with somebody. So everybody's just having sex with everybody they're in the room with. And it's not just they're overwhelmed with lust. Like they show like the aftermath and they're always saying like, I love you. Like I'm, I'm in mm-hmm. love with you or whatever. It's like a, it's like a, it's mimicking like a, like a moment of connection. And then in the second part of the movie, they turn to a drug called dark where they're torturing everybody. And I don't know exactly what is happening. It's just, everybody starts freaking out on this drug and they're also using it in contrast to the love uh what's it called love and flock uh i had it written down love Love and (laughs) flavin so like they're like like they're making people say who they'd rather give the torture drug to after they've had like sex with multiple people on the love and love actin so they're trying to there's obviously anyway i'm i'm giving too much detail then it turns out at the last part of the movie that they're really just trying to curate a drug. OBDX. That's right. Yeah, B6. Yeah. OBDX, like, like obedience or whatever. Um, so all, all, all of the research that Chris Hemsworth's character, Steve, was doing was to curate and perfect this drug that uh, was meant to control people. Um and make them like su- like suggestible or whatever, and it turns out he ha- he got like abandoned by his parents, or he kept saying to Jeff, uh, Miles Teller's character, he kept saying to Jeff that uh, the research we're doing here, because a lot of it was like starting to get questionable and like making the inmates uh, choose who they were going to torture and all that, and uh, Jeff didn't like that, but he said the research we do here is going to make it possible to not go through what you had to go through or whatever. Like when he, he was in a car accident when he was uh, driving under the influence. And so he's putting himself in a position of like the philanthropist or whatever. At the end, 
the prisoners decide they don't like that and blow the place up. <laughs> the, end, the, the end is kind of arbitrary. It's just the fact that it gets to the point where like Chris Hemsworth is describing what he wants and how he thinks that's the best for everyone. Yeah, he's he's also been extending their sentences without telling them, mm. or not telling them that exactly. their sentence is over because they're they're kind of Crucial. in a weird sensory deprivation situation. Not really sensory, but yeah. like they don't know what time or day it is. Or the, yeah, or at like, one point they go to celebrate Christmas and they're like, I think it's October. Like they have no <laughs> yeah, idea. Yeah, they, they're and they're, and they're in. It kind of looks like the Pacific Northwest, but. I, at the same time, it could have been like Hawaii or something. Hawaii, like an so, yeah. Place. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It just looked like pine trees, but yeah. But it uh, seemed yeah. like they wanted it to be Hawaii, so that the weather wouldn't have changed ever, so they wouldn't know. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So Did I, that sound I think about that right? That's that's about right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they were. Yeah. So basically, they were trying to get you to. They were testing the obedience drug by ordering you to hurt the one you love most. Right. Yeah. Which is something you would definitely never do. But if you're on OBDX, then you would. And they'd be like, oh, this definitely works because, you know, this person has wished the most harm ever on the person they love the most. So, yeah. Uh, but it did work mildly. So all of the, every time they asked for consent, they were on that OBDX drug. Oh. Um, so every oh, time right, because it was in consent, all their packs or whatever. Yeah, he would say, you know, acknowledge. Uh, and they would yeah. say acknowledged. Um, so, yeah, that's that was like the big reveal. Like, every time you asked us for consent, we we were drugged. Like, you, you weren't really, like, we weren't really giving consent. Um, so it, it works mild in like a mild situation. But it doesn't work in an extreme situation. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. And that, I think that like it becomes apparent, like they're trying to, that makes it even more interesting that like they were on the B6 or the, the OBDX while all this is happening. Cause then at one point, cause Jeff is in love with this girl, Lizzie, who's right. also at the facility. And he like, I think uh, Steve, Chris Hemsworth's character, is trying really trying to push. He's really hoping he has a lasting affection for any of these other women. And it's just not there. Like, I think he's trying to prove something. He's trying, again, he's trying to curate this other drug. And despite being on the OBDX and having been drugged and been intimate with these women, he just cares about Lizzie. Like, like his actual love for this woman is... Uh, transcending all this all all of this uh chemical being put all these chemicals being put into his body which i thought was kind of a profound idea it wasn't perfect it wasn't a new idea but i thought it was a powerful one yeah i think so lots of little nuggets like that is what i liked about the movie i think yeah i there was one part of the movie so all of these are prisoners who were in state like penitentiaries yeah like general population or whatever yeah like terrible places and Mm -hmm. in general i spiderhead or whatever the prison was called uh was kind of nice so they all got their own room they got to walk around freely you know they got good food it's definitely like a privileged prisoner situation so my question for you 
would you do Spiderhead instead of being in Gen Pop? Oh, wow. That's a okay. Even knowing mm-hmm. you know what what's going on. Even if I knew what was happening there? Yeah. Oh. Um So also, I mean Steve Steve the Chris Hemsworth scientist, he didn't yeah. seem like he he didn't want to harm anyone really. Yeah, like he, he was. At- he, he generally didn't like. He didn't want to hurt people. Uh, I think he, he just, believed he was doing what was best for humanity. Yeah, like he he thought he was the hero. Yeah. So I mean, with that in mind. Yeah. Because yeah, they're doing messed up stuff, but it's not stuff that's gonna kill you for the most part. I mean, there is right. one death in the movie, but it is clearly an accident, and an I, accident right. that like, everyone is torn up about. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. And he and even like Steve is super upset and frustrated about even though he just goes and takes a bunch of drugs and right yeah yeah. (laughs) so So, with with all that in mind like you know all of that uh i want to would would you rather stay in gen pop in a state penitentiary or would you rather go to spiderhead the principled side of me says stay in gen pop uh because i don't want the world to be controlled by pharmaceuticals literally the individuals of the world being controlled by a pharmaceutical, which I don't know what his end all be all plan was, but I don't think I'd like being in gen pop either. I think I'd rather be in a cushy area doing science research and maybe you justify it to yourself with one of the, I don't want to run away from the point of your question too far, but something that's, Jeff does say in the movie because they they know that it's messed up after Je- a while. Jeff is the prisoner. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, the main Je- and the, uh, the main guy protagonist. Yeah. yeah, Jeff and Lizzie are fully aware that it's a it, something's not right. That it's obviously something like not not good about this. And at one point, I think they talk about like, well, why do we keep saying? why do we keep saying acknowledge or why do we keep saying yes? And yeah. he says, I guess I think I deserve it. Although really it's because of the OBDX. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, well, but yeah, even, they, I think but, they like, but even off happens, it, that's, they have to justify it to themselves. So they, right. They've settled on this. They deserve it. Yeah. And I think there's some sincerity there too. Like they're not, I mean, I, I guess it's, it would be, it's hard to say cause you don't know if they're on OBDX a hundred percent of the time, or if it's just when they're acknowledging. Um, well, they, they seem to imply that they're on it all the time. Yeah. But they weren't being or like, they turn it up and ask him. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, like I got the impression that they're sort of just like on their own in their free time. And they were just like, I don't know what they were doing, but they were just like, it was a thoughtful discussion. Yeah. I mean, they're um, like playing video games and cards and yeah. Yeah. And I, so a note I, I'm looking at right now, uh, that your question makes me think of there's the two kind of obvious opposing ideas in the movie. We accept what we think we deserve or, or we deserve to suffer or like we, or we're not sure how to deal with that type of those types of thoughts versus people should just be controlled so that we can avoid those types of things so that no one deserves it because we're all behaving the way we ought to. Which is, have you read a brave new world? Mm-mm. Uh, no, it says Huxley. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's about it. A drug-induced perfect utopia. 
And I think those are such interesting ideas. Like everyone would just be a drone. Yeah. Well, I mean, the book is even framed as a good thing. Yeah. It's not one of those like dystopian. Oh, it's not a dis- it's dystopian not a- utopia. It's a gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. Isn't this great? Oh. Isn't yeah. He, but that's you know, definitely big into the, it was like the I can't remember when it was 60s, 70s, 80s LSD kind of. Oh, interesting. Like, well, is it like take LSD it be great and if everyone was just like, you know, more aware and just summing up that thought of like Chris Hemsworth wants to control everybody and everyone's accepting it because there are all these people who have like, you know, Lizzie uh, left her left her kid in the car and she died and miles um you know drove drunk and killed his best friend and girlfriend and like they did these terrible things they believe that this is like karma or whatever but at the end when forced to like reconcile all this they just burn the place to the ground like i said like they they make the choice to uh to run run away and try to stop it or whatever again like the end sort of becomes a little bit arbitrary because it's they've already turned from from the idea that everyone should be controlled, mm-hmm. even them. What would you do <laughs> if offered the choice to be part of this experiment or stay in Gen Pop? Uh, I mean, I guess I, I wasn't saying full like full knowledge of what's going on. That's not what I was thinking. More like oh. what they've already experienced, not the OBDX stuff. Um, okay. Because they, th- they are being told like what all the other drugs do. Okay. It, um, so yeah, like with the knowledge that, you know, they'll be pumped full of stuff that'll, I don't know, you know, make you go crazy after yeah. these women or like, you know, they will mess with your emotions seriously, yeah. but only during short controlled, you know, stents. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd probably take it. I'd I don't think do I would have yeah. even complained as much. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't yeah, think so either. I, I don't think, especially if, I mean, I, it feels like they were all in state pen. <laughs> like like they yeah. were chosen from the prison population already. It's not like they went straight to Spiderhead. So, right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's not as bad as I've heard, but. Uh, it yeah. does seem like no, an easy I, choice. I, I, yeah, I if I didn't it. know about OBDX, I'd definitely do it. <laughs> exactly. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, if you yeah. didn't know about OBDX, yeah, um, yeah, and then I, I guess like the, the thing that gets me in the movie is I couldn't put myself in the shoes of Jeff because, I mean, yeah, what he's doing sucks, but like you signed up for it, and and yeah. you know the alternative, which is and what the, Steve yeah, keeps the alternative is exactly, yeah, and and it just seems like a it's like oh okay yeah yeah okay <laughs> yeah yeah okay it, yeah I got yeah, it. right yeah it's like um, you keep like chris hemsworth keeps making it overtly obvious that like it's like uh, you know you can go back if you want man like what are you t- what are you doing although it, his sentence was over but like <laughs> you oh know, yeah like no, as far no, as that, as far as jeff part, knew yeah yeah that that as far as he knew he was still in there plus yeah. he felt like he deserved like this the yeah elongated sentences didn't seem like it would have bothered anyone because they all felt guilty like they that's right felt guilty um the other inmates who seemed like they didn't feel as guilty or like were legit bad people (laughs) yeah 
um yeah they they were like nah i ain't going back yeah <laughs> like, yeah they didn't you could, you they could were, do they whatever were, like, they were all for whatever yeah oh yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah yeah so no i i yeah i think i'd i'd definitely be in there I th- that was my favorite part of the movie i think was just that general idea I th- and i thought they again going in with very l- low expectations I thought they articulated those ideas very well through the story and through the flashbacks. Yeah, I thought their like their crimes were like over the top, not that bad. I was uh, there. <laughs> I know what you, I know what you mean. Like, uh, like couldn't it have like been? She like, didn't intentionally leave her child in yeah. a situation where yeah. the child would die, and he didn't intentionally like. You know, she, he was driving drunk, but. It, Right. You know, he didn't intend... Like, they were both accidents. Exactly right. Like, That's so how I, I felt feel about like it. Yeah. They were going way over the top to show, like, these yeah. aren't bad people. Now, she did a great job of, like, selling that moment when you figure out what she did. Yeah. But then, like, when she, sa- she says something like, like, I'm the mother who killed her baby. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, I felt so sorry for her. And then she's like, I left her in the car. I'm like, okay. That was stupid. You didn't. You're right. not like was, a. You're not stupid. a murderer. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and same with Miles for sure. Sorry, same with Jeff. I'm looking at the cast right now. What did you think of? Um, what was his sidekick character? Oh, uh, Mark. No. Oh, I'm looking. Yeah, Mark. Mark. Yeah. Yeah. So, what did you think of his reasoning that? You know, Steve is actually a genius. And, oh, you know, yeah. He, he just he knew like, about OBDX. He knows it's all kind of dubious, and yeah, he knows yes. about OBDX. I don't um, know. That do did you, seem like, like I guess. Do you think it's believable that someone would get sucked into Steve? Because he did seem very charismatic. Yes. Yeah. I think that's what sell. That's that's what sells it. Because you can see it. Steve. He's Steve's a little bit of a junkie. Uh, he's on these drugs all the time. The good ones. Um, yeah. And this, yeah, the good ones. And, the uh, as a side note, but also kind of relevant, um, the soundtrack of the movie is great and it plays, yeah, you know, I didn't notice. <laughs> well, it played like all of the, um, just like the eighties pop that was all just sk- sprinkled throughout. It really did a good job. And I don't know, even, I won't go any further, but it really sold the personality of Steve as like a central character. Like he's there to make the world better. It's going to be okay. We can fix things. We can make people better. And like, he's got this altruistic personality or this charismatic personality that makes you think what he's doing is right. And he believes what he's doing is the right thing. And I don't know about Mark. I I wonder if he, I wonder at, at which point did he become privy to the OBDX scenario? Was it at the beginning or did he get sucked into Steve's, like you were saying, sucked into that charisma and the idea of helping people. And Steve's obviously like a gifted uh, person in, with whatever pharmaceutical science this is. Um, and then it's just harder and harder to walk away after it more time goes by 
Yeah, there's yeah. I think that I think he probably knew from the beginning. Yeah. What they were doing there. Yeah. Um also strange that there's like no there are other people there, right? Yeah, there's at least one guard you see. Yeah. Um, but you really like you really only interact phone, with those two. Only interact with those two. Yeah. But oh, it's interesting man, because you know, it's like a whole island installation. <laughs> And you only see like yeah. eight people. It was funny to me. There was just there was just a few. There was like a few arbitrary details in the movie that I thought lent a little bit of like odd humor to it. It like kept it from being a totally stale. Like, yes, we get it. He wants to control people because he thinks too many people get hurt from not being controlled. That guy doesn't like it. And he's gonna run away. Like. There was, what do they call them? Like poop fingers or something? <laughs> poop finger. <Yeah. laughs> the guy, whoever, somebody in the in the prison was taking their feces and like rubbing it all over the walls. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't do anything for the plot. It didn't say anything about anything. It's just a. It's, it's it was just like a. It's a, just a detail of the movie joke. And it beca- and it comes the to movie. it even comes to a head when they're trying to escape, and it's just funny. Yeah. And you're just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. And like, uh, I can't remember what the music choice was there, but it was all very silly. Uh, but yeah, it's when end. his phone was breaking or whatever. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, his Apple music was shuffling uncontrollably. I, what did you think of uh, Chris Hemsworth in this? Well, or, do, I, or am I jumping the gun away well, from that idea? No, I think that that's, that's kind of where I was getting like, what yeah. do you think of steve in general yeah like i think he played that it's almost like he tried to play charismatic i I think he played a perfect like psychopath i think so too i think because every like he was always upbeat he was always upbeat really like affirming and very earnest like very sincere but also very manipulative yeah and always with a smile but it always seemed kind of fake and like yeah like a perfect psychopath I think he believed every word that came out of his mouth. I mean, I th- there I, were well, moments where he was definitely trying to like manipulate. He was always with manipulating the, t- with the testing, with like not even with, just the testing. Even when yeah, they were off. They were he was manipulating. Oh with no, guilt you're right. And like when he goes to get ice cream point, or something. Yeah, well, at one point he yeah. leaves to pretend like he's doing something with the um, you're right committee, and he goes to Lizzie and. He's like just having a friendly chit chat. It's like, hey, did yeah. you like this? And then he's and like, then he goes, oh, I was yeah. surprised because I read your file and you're a you're a crazy murderer. Oh, and like, yeah. You know, he's just reminding her. But then you find out what happened. Yeah, and you're like, he totally like it was an accident. He just <laughs> like not yeah. He like, like knocked so her very legs clearly. Her, her story yeah. is one of an accident. Yeah. And, and well, he then just of course went he... with a smile on his face and was like, I didn't realize how evil you were. And like, yeah. just like walked away. And it was like, yeah, you're right. There is some manipulation there for sure. There's a, he's manipulating people the whole movie. Yeah. Just like that with a smile on his face. I, I think what I'm saying is he, I think he's doing it because he believes he's doing the right thing. I think he, I think he does believe he's doing the right thing, but I don't think he recognizes any of the pain he's putting anyone else in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of so. Like, I don't think he cares or can mm. recognize it. Interesting. Yeah. And then, of course, he goes back into the 
room with uh with jeff and he's like ah no go because there's no committee yeah like, like there was uh, no reason him. there was no reason yeah. for him to do that to lizzie yeah at all like he wasn't even trying to get anything out of lizzie at the moment or there i guess there was really no oh that's even more manipulative i was gonna say there's no there was no reason to pretend there was a committee he could have just said no sorry do it or go back to gen pop but he couldn't say that because uh jeff's sentence was up oh yeah. yeah yeah so i mean he went out there he didn't even want anything from lizzie at that point like it was a mm-hmm. chance encounter and he just chose to use it to hurt her that's right for for yeah. no reason like for yeah. for nothing and then he just comes back in and continues his work yeah so and if there, yeah, there was think... a reason it was to probably manipulate jeff even more <laughs> but he didn't know that that happened yeah like he didn't oh, know what true. lizzie yeah so yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That dude is super evil. Yeah. Uh, and I think just on reflecting, when you're watching it, it's hard to see like quite how evil yeah. he is. And yeah. then I'm just reflecting on it later, and I was like, he manipulated everyone. Yeah. Like, and it was his go-to was guilt. And his end goal was like, do. yeah, yeah, it was like fascist utopia. <laughs> like, yeah. um, but, but Chris Hemsworth, does an incredible job of like making that character believable, mm-hmm. making you kind of like him, even though, you know, he's the bad guy right at the get go. And I like, he's like, it seems like he's really trying to connect with Jeff and like, it's, it's, it's pretty wild. Yeah. All my but, warning signs were going off as soon as like, yeah, he talked and smiled. I was like, you're a fake evil person. Yeah. His, vo- like, his I voice. I think if I yeah. was in person with him, I would just get the creeps. Like, I wouldn't want to be around him at all. Yeah. Like, I could just, like, you ever just be someone, or, like, around someone that's just, like, like a fake person? <laughs> that's how he felt. Yeah, yeah. So, I would just, like, nah. Nah, I'm done. But, <laughs> if I was trying to get out of Gen Pop, I might yeah. put up with it. And you'd probably be happy that it was, like, in a kind of, like, a nicely, a guy with a nice attitude. Fake or not. <laughs> like... Yeah, it wasn't one warden his, to the next, you know? Until he turned his guilt machine on me. Thanks for listening. And Happy New Year. We did it. We made it through the holidays and another season of the podcast. We are going to take a few weeks off, but we'll be back with the first episode of season four this February. So be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Cinema44Podcast for updates. If you want more information about the podcast in general, you can always visit us at cinema44podcast.com. There it is. Season three in the can. Subscribe, rate, write a review. And as always, thanks again. Godspeed and take care.